everybody, and welcome back to the new episode, well, new for this week anyway, of Southern Onion. I'm Erica. And I'm Erin. What? You don't have anything to say about how I you have the better hair I, I, or anything? Mm-hmm. I, no, I really thought hard this week. Oh, I did can't. it hurt? <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> I promise I'll come up with a new one next yeah. week. I can't think of it. I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. I'm Erica, the older twin. Hey. There you go. Woo. Yeah, I'm the younger one. There you go. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us for uh, this episode. We are so happy to have you. Shout out to all of our new listeners, our new followers Woo-hoo. on Instagram. We very, very much appreciate it. We love you yes. all. Thank you for the encouraging words and the support. It's very, very appreciated. So, yes. If you don't or haven't yet, give us a follow on Instagram southern onion podcast and if you want to reach out to us say hi have a question have a show idea that you want to send to us please feel free you can email us at southern onion the number two at gmail.com so don't be afraid we don't bite no no we don't anyway. we don't no that's right. it's fine yeah it's against we have orders but anyway that's another right. episode but <laughs> all right Aaron, how has your week been uh, it's been an interesting week. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going off pretty good. And then my little dog, Maggie, who I kind of talk about, um, mm. she, like, pulled a muscle in her back mm-hmm. from, like, jumping and twisting. She's a miniature schnauzer, so she's really little. And mm-hmm. she was jumping really high, twist her back and wings. So I took her to the vet, and she pulled a muscle. So I've been kind of taking care of her this week. She's better. Good. She's actually, I walked her to, today, and she did, like, a mile. So oh, I'm happy for her. She's doing great. But, yeah, it's been kind of one of those weeks where it's like, okay, I'm ready for next week because <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I mean, it's, it's just like taking care of her full time and mm-hmm. I'm ready to see her get like a hundred percent better. So, right. oh yeah. Cause you're a good pet parent and you worry about your yes. fur baby. Absolutely. I do. I haven't slept for like two days. So, <laughs> <laughs> so today's episode yeah. will be interesting. Right. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You start not making sense. We'll cut. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sounds good. <laughs> So, so yeah. how was your week? Uh, week's been okay. It was one, of, like you said, it was kind of one of those weeks you were just like, can we get to the weekend, please? Um, Monday was a Monday, and Friday was a Monday, so it bookended yeah. itself, and that's okay. I mean, it can't all be rainbows and kittens all the time, and so we'll yeah. we'll take it. So just happy to happy to have another chance to record another episode with you and have yeah. some fun talking about these cases that infuriate us and confuse us and all that good stuff so yes i agree yeah but all i want to say is though i have cats and none of them pull their back playing so cats well that's good yeah yeah well uh uh-huh yeah maggie's maggie's just like doesn't know her limits Uh, (laughs) she still puffers (laughs) yeah she's almost three so she's still got that puppy in her so yeah well good but she's tough she's (laughs) tough that's right. She well to live with you. She'd have to be. That's right. You gotta be. <laughs> yeah. No whips allowed. <laughs> That's right. Yes, sir. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we're caught up again, thank you, everybody. This today we're going to be talking about Casey Anthony Steele. This is part two. We're going to now talk about the trial. Um, yes. What we have watched is called Casey Anthony, an American murder mystery. 
I ended up having to Google it <laughs> because I could not find it on Discovery Plus. I think I said it was on YouTube last week, and yeah, it's not. So I apologize for anybody that went out there looking. <laughs> I was wrong. Um, sorry. But um, so I ended up just Googling it and watching it. It was actually a very good documentary. Yeah, I it thought is. it kind of stayed middle of the road for everything. It, really, it didn't really say we're more this way or that way. It was just like, here it is. So I, I appreciated right. the people that did that. I think it was originally on the ID channel. Um, yes, it was. Is where, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, allergies, is where it came from. So, so, yeah. uh, so, okay. So last week we talked about Casey, how she commits. She's a very committed liar. And yes. they finally, and I still have issues with the meter reader, John, Cron or excuse me, Roy Cronk. We'll talk about that when we get to it. Um, yep. But now, here we are. It's been two years after, unfortunately, the body of Kaylee Anthony is found. And it's pretty much, shockingly, in the backyard. Kind yeah, of. pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you have, there was, there was a company, a search company that came out and we're canvassing the area and i think it was what they said maybe a quarter of a mile away from Correct. the anthony home which again brings up my conspiracy theory on this roy cronk because you would think just being a because usually searches are like a mile wide or half a mile wide they're never just like oh let's look 400 feet away from the house you know, so I, I still, I'm still not a Roy Cronk fan, whatever. Um, but I was shocked to see, to hear how close her remains were found. Right. To the Which house. Which could also lean into convenience for the family. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Just exactly. saying. Exactly. Yes. I yes. mean, you could go down there, dump the body, come back and be like, yeah. What's for dinner? Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's that, it would be that quick. Yeah. You know? Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, but we will get into it because that's when we, yes, yeah. because we're going to court, Erica, pack your bags oh. and put on that power suit. Oh, we're yes. Going to court. I've been waiting to break out the power yes. suit with the shoulder pads and yo, yes. yeah. You don't Let's need shoulder it. pads, girl. You're good. No, you're I good. really don't. But yeah, <laughs> I don't either. No. <laughs> we, we were never shoulder pad people. No, so. no, 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 we're good. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> so our trial starts on May 24th, 2011. Yep. And they had to actually get jurors in from another county mm -hmm. or another city, correct? Because yes. people knew so much about this case because... Like you said, they did not start the trial till two years after the discovery of Kaylee's body. So guess what, folks? It's all over the internet, yep. magazines, newspapers, TV, right. and everybody is forming their opinions as we all do. Oh yeah. So they had to. Opinion. They had. Yeah. Yep. They had to find people that really didn't know a lot about the case. Mm -hmm. Good luck, mm -hmm. because it was all over everything. Right. And even toward the end of the documentary, because Jeff. Um, Jeff Ashton is the prosecutor um, in the case. And he said, you know, this jury was hard to find because you can't have jurors that already think she's guilty. So we had to find jurors that 
knew a bit about the case but hadn't made up their mind yet. And those people are hard to convince. And I'm like, dude, you're the prosecutor. That's your job. What are you talking right. about? Yeah, I, I found that I really to be, agree with him. Yeah, I, I found that like, to be uh, a very interesting, um, a very interesting take on why he thinks he lost. Because I put, Jeff, how about you take responsibility? You know, um, he made it sound like he'd rather have a jury already convinced she was guilty, which to me just says lazy lawyer you know mm -hmm. i mean right because the burden of proof is on the prosecution not the defense right the prosecution yeah. has to say she did it here's how she mm -hmm. did it why she did it when who all those questions i'm getting ahead of who, my what, brain's getting ahead of my yeah. mouth <laughs> yes good. thank you but um but that lies within the prosecution not the defense so Right. That to me was important to remember when rewatching this, because again, I was one of those people when it happened. I followed it, and good God, watch Nancy Grace on Headline News, which oh, she yes. was she was strangely absent in this documentary for somebody yeah. that was so opinionated. And I mean, she had Casey guilty yeah. from day one, and I already just because of that didn't appreciate Nancy Grace for that. I think you have to let the justice system do its thing. Even mm -hmm. though you might think it, okay, that's fine. But you've got to let the wheels of justice turn, you know. Right, yeah, you do, yeah. So, so we, they have, of course, opening statements, opening mm -hmm. arguments about mm -hmm. the prosecution, and then, of course, defense has theirs. Now, this is interesting. Uh, the prosecution mm -hmm. said that Casey rendered Kaylee unconscious, Mm -hmm. She put duct tape on her mouth and nose, wrapped her in the Winnie the Pooh blanket, mm -hmm. placed her in the trunk, and then went to her boyfriend's house, which is Tony, and then the next day put Kaylee's body in the woods. Now, I have a question. Uh, you know. <laughs> yes. So, if if she killed her child, let's say at the house, okay. in theory, mm -hmm. and we know that the body is found literally in their backyard, mm -hmm. why would she put the body in the trunk... Yes. Go to boyfriend Tony's house, spend the night, yep. and then the next day go, oh, I'm going to go put it in the woods. Now, I don't know if it's because right. maybe she wasn't thinking clearly. Maybe she was like, okay, I need to give myself a minute to figure out where I'm going to dump the body. This is horrible. I mean, uh, yeah. and that could be it. I don't know. But I thought that was kind of odd how you can make a statement saying the body was in the trunk overnight right. while she was at Tony's house. How do we have proof of that? So no. this is where you got to have proof of stuff. Right, exactly. And like we talked about, it lies on the prosecution to say, this is what happened. Correct, And yes. it's kind of up to the defense to say, whoa, no, this isn't what happened, mm -hmm. you know, and here's how we disprove it, which right. the defense does successfully. And there's yes. several, several instances. And before we go farther than the opening statements, before okay. we get to the defense Shh. opening statement and all those bombshells, um, mm -hmm. You know, with with the laws in Florida, the media is privileged to information, and that's why all the news outlets were coming from Florida with all the evidence and stuff that they were finding. Well, <clears throat> then it showed about how the courthouse, the courtroom, was open to the public, which I thought was interesting since by the time two years had passed and it got to court, 
the the public was I mean in a rage they had already convicted her without hearing the opening arguments so why are you gonna let the public in the courtroom but um, they were talking about people would get in line because you know courtrooms are not that big and they would get in line at three or four in the morning and that fist fights would break out say oh he they, they cut in front of me and they this that and the other okay let's take them okay i get that maybe they're wanting to be a part of history maybe they're like oh i want to sit in and look at all this stuff which i know pass for me right. um but you're really fist fighting to get into the the trial of a, a little girl's death are you serious right now yeah. and you're fighting about it no yeah morbid morbid curiosity morbid cur yeah exactly i was just like right. good yeah. lord okay so let's set yeah. the stage so prosecution okay. starts and they're like casey did this and we're gonna show when where how and why period mm -hmm. this is this is how we're gonna show you so you got jeff ashton prosecutor jose yep. baez defense attorney belvin perry is the judge so now the defense gets up and boy mm -hmm. howdy and let's just preface this with Ooh, yeah. George and Cindy Anthony are in the courtroom. Usually, witnesses are not allowed in the courtroom before their testimonies because they don't want to be swayed. But the, the judge decided, yes, George and Cindy, you can be in the courtroom under one condition. You cannot move. You cannot show emotion. So I'm like, already, that would seem like a whole lot to handle because this is, your daughter's on trial, and then what? it's because of the death of your granddaughter. So I don't know that I could be like, oh yeah, I can sit there and be stone, you know. Right. So, yeah. so and the reason why I say this is because now the defense gets up and gives their opening argument. So, Aaron. <laughs> okay. So they're saying that Kaylee wasn't missing. Mm -hmm. Okay. That Cindy was at work at the time. George finds Kaylee in the swimming pool, apparently drowned. Mm -hmm. George yells at Casey. And so Casey begs her dad to help her. Mm -hmm. So George is the one who wrapped her in plastic, wrapped her in the blanket, and got rid of the body. Mm -hmm. And because of this, Casey has been taught to lie most of her life. Right. Folks, because, disclaimer, here it goes. When she was eight years old, her dad used to touch her, and they used to do sexual things. Mm -hmm. yeah. So she has learned to live a life of deceit. Right. Now, guys, this is the defense right. attorney saying this in the opening arguments. Right. Yep. And with Cindy and George sitting in the courtroom hearing this, and, and Cindy Anthony did state that the defense or the prosecution made them aware that they were going to basically throw George under the bus about Correct. this, that they were going to put George, some blame on him. Right. And George does deny the sexual abuse and drowning Kaylee, mm -hmm. the, the Kaylee's drowning and all that when he does get up on the stand. Mm -hmm. And we do know that George did try to commit suicide and that he wrote yes. a letter and he did say that he just wanted to be with his granddaughter, Kaylee. Right. Yeah. So, um, which so, that so to me, right, it, it, it's all sad because. So here's I, some thoughts I had. Why would he want to take his life unless he really did have something to do with with 
moving Kaylee's body. Um, you know, that he that he had something to do with it. And, you know, the defense, not only did they say George moved the body, but, you know, of course, that he abused Casey as a child. But not, not that it makes it right, you know, that, that Kaylee died. But I think they were trying to show that Casey, like you said, at a young age, already had to lie and manipulate and put on a, a facade because you can't, bad things are happening at home so you can't go to school, you know, kids aren't going to go to school and, and talk about it. So that's why Casey, I think, let, what the defense was trying to say is this is why Casey let George handle where the body was moved and everything instead of calling the police. Because I would think if something like that had happened to me, my first instance would be get the child out and you call 911 and get an mm -hmm. ambulance there to try to revive. Even if it's evident that the child or the person that you pulled out of the pool is gone, why was a 911 call not made and said, oh my gosh, she fell in the pool. Please get out here. Please check this out. Why, why was that call never made? And that's where I think what the defense is showing is George was like, Casey, look what you did. Well, Dad, please take care of it. Fine, I will. And that's what happened, and they didn't tell Cindy, is what the defense is trying to present. Right, right. Sorry. And I have issue with it just because I think that George, who worked in the police department, mm -hmm. has that training to know you call the police. So that's, you know. <laughs> well, right. I, I mean, it's so, it's it's so to know. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's where yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Fine defense. You want to go down that road? You want to say George wrapped up deceased uh, family pets in plastic, and so that's why he wrapped Kaylee up too. That to me was right. a stretch. That's a stretch. Yeah. yeah. But but I'm like, all right, fine. Because hey, the prosecution must have a solid case because why would they take this to trial if they didn't? You know. Right. And of course, prosecution is basing this a lot on science. So yes, yes. they take that's, a sample mm -hmm. from the trunk. Yes. And they it shows that there had been a body in the trunk. There, that they believe there had been body in the trunk. Right. I know it's hard because we <laughs> kinda know the other side of this. You yeah. know how it is when you get an expert, guys. They get an expert up and then they have another expert that will cancel right. the other one out. You see that a lot. So I'm just mm -hmm. going based on the prosecution's yes. expert. Yes. That they ran tests yes. and based on their test, which we're gonna talk about a little bit, right. um, mm -hmm. that it showed that there was a body in the trunk. Yes. Now there was a hair that was found in the trunk. Yes. The hair was determined to be Kaylee's mm -hmm. and there is something called a decomposition band that mm -hmm. is seen on hair of a deceased person. Correct. Based on the hair that they have, it appears that this hair, it came from a deceased Kaylee. Appears. Because yes. of, yes, because of the band. Okay. okay. So, yeah. there was also chloroform that was found in the trunk. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is what ushers in the accusation of someone, which we know was true. Someone was looking up chloroform on the Anthony's computer. Yes. Right. And they're trying to say that it was Casey that was looking yes. up the searches. And for chloroform, yes. For chloroform. And that, you know, the defense picks it apart, obviously. Correct. Because... Right. Look, real talk here. Um, who hasn't looked up some strange stuff on Google, okay? Yeah, right. And gotten those weird ads later. But um, 
I mean, yeah. that's what yeah. I hear anyway. Whatever. But yeah. um, but yeah. So I mean, and and they were trying. The prosecution was saying, no, it has to be Casey because we time stamped the searches, and Cindy was at work. George was at work. Is why they're saying this is how we know Casey looked it up. And we're getting ready right. to find out. Well, wait a minute. Maybe not. Right. Right. You know. And and I mean, okay, go ahead. And then I'll... oh, well, I was gonna. No, you're fine. I was gonna say also the duct tape. We know that was found on Kaylee's skull. Mm-hmm. That was holding the mandible together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that was another thing that they brought in. Was it? It was over the nose and the mouth. Right. To obviously use to suffocate Kaylee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, and I just remember that because the defense is going to turn around and have a different oh, yeah. theory on that. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring that up that that's what the prosecution is saying is there was duct yes. tape that was found on this child's skull that was used to suffocate her and it was over the nose and mouth area. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And so that was pretty much that's what the I prosecution. have pretty much what the prosecution had that. Yeah. We're, Body right. was found in the trunk, without a doubt. Hair was found. Right. Duct tape was used to suffocate her. Chloroform must have been used to maybe mm-hmm. render her unconscious so that the right. duct tape could be placed over. And the chloroform was um, obtained by looking it up on Google. Right. Now, they also had Tony. Now, Tony is the boyfriend Yes. Of Casey Anthony. Mm-hmm. This is the boyfriend that she spent the 31 days with mm-hmm. during the time that Kaylee was missing. So remember, Kaylee went missing 31 days. This is where Casey was. Right. Okay. Now, Tony gets up and says, Casey seemed very happy. Yes. Didn't, never cried, never seemed distraught, never seemed worried, and certainly never said anything to him about Kaylee. Like, mm-hmm. she's missing, or Zanny the nanny's taking her, and I can't get her back. Has said nothing. Right. They show pictures of Casey entering a hot body contest, yeah. which Eric and I used to do that Absolutely. frequently, right, Eric? Rainy, yeah. Rainy champions, yeah. Woo. When, people, when people saw us, they just dropped out. Yeah, you know? yeah. They were like, I'm out. I'm not even going to try. And I was like, well. Right, right? yeah. So, sorry, I had to put a little humor in this. Yeah. So, um, so, she, which I don't know if she won or not. Who knows? But um, I'll never tell. But, right. So, she looked happy. She looked relaxed in the pictures. They do show the pictures. Yes. She also gets a tattoo that says Bella Vita, which mm-hmm. means beautiful life. Also, during that 31 days that Kaylee is missing, mm-hmm. or before it was revealed that she'd been missing for 31 days. Yes. So, come not, on, I mean, your not, kid's missing. Not really acting like a person who just murdered their child. To me, I know, right. I know it looks suspicious. But I get that. It, oh. Right, because to me, it's like you're there again. If Zanny the nanny, let's just go with that, which we know is not true, right. has your daughter and won't give her back. Why in the world are you at a bar doing a hot body contest? There again, why are you not calling the police? Why are you not banging on the door? Why are right. you not, hey, mom, somebody's took my kid and she won't mm-hmm. give her back? So that's well, where I kind of have the problem. I and 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 I and I agree. I see. I absolutely see that point. And also, too, Cindy and George, they all live together. So why right. have Cindy and George not raised some red flags about Casey? It's been a week. Where is Kaylee? You know, where? why are they not asking until 
you know, when, when Cindy gets in the car and the car is finally out of the impoundment and she's like, look, it smells like a dead body's been in here, hangs up, calls right. back. Oh, wait, my granddaughter's missing for 31 days. How do you live together and not see your granddaughter for 31 days? Yeah. That's I, where I'm yeah. putting, I'm putting some blame yeah. on Cindy and George here too. It's not just Casey, you know, because right. let's not forget Casey... Casey did not want to be pregnant. And, right. you know, it had a friend on there that said, you know, Casey said, well, I could give them up, you know, give the baby up for adoption. But I think it was the parents that told her, no, you're having this child and you're keeping it. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, okay. So you're pushed into so having this child. Right. So you're already right. a mom when you don't, she didn't want to be a mom. And I... I mean, she was, what, 19, 20? I mean, Correct. she was young to have yeah. it. I mean, some people were ready for it, and she was not, and she knew it. But, um, but she so she was forced to have this child. And, and to me, she was still, you know, going to the bars and getting the tattoos and stuff. She was still trying to live as a 21-year-old without responsibility, which, you know, if, if you live with mom and dad, I would think, Hey, I didn't want this child. You all wanted me to have her. You take care of her, is how I think right. it kind of would have gone. But evidently, obviously, right. it didn't. Sure. Well, it's interesting. Okay, so that was the prosecution's whole theory. Mm -hmm. Here's the pictures. Here's everything. Right. But you brought yes. up something interesting because here comes the defense. Yeah. Because when you said something about Cindy making that nine one one call and talking about the odor smelling mm -hmm. like a dead body, yeah. Well, guys. Hold on. Because mm -hmm. it ain't over yet. Nope. She, Mama gets on the stand and does what probably, I guess, every mother would do. Mm. You start backpedal, backpedal, yep. backpedal, right? <laughs> yep. She says <laughs> the source of the odor was from a bag of garbage. Yep. That Casey had forgotten to throw out the trash. They actually blamed it on a pizza. That it was <laughs> like rotting pizza. <laughs> God. Okay, and it smelled like garbage. The mother said, you know, listen, I think it smelled like garbage. It didn't smell like a body. Yeah. And they said, but Cindy, honey, mm -hmm. you called the police saying it smelled like a dead body. Why did you say it if you mm -hmm. think it smelled like garbage? Right. And what did she say? I uh, just wanted you all to get down here. Right. So I just said something to get you all, get the police down here. Right. Yep. No, I, I agree. But I will say this, too, about garbage. Has anybody ever had, and you know, where meat or chicken has been left out? Oh, in the sun? yeah. <laughs> I can't hardly talk about it without getting <laughs> nauseous. But yeah. but so I can but I can see that. Sure. But right again, being the conspiracy theorist and devil devil's advocate, I am. I have the thing. I think what happened is right. after that call was made, and between the two years. Before it went to trial, mm -hmm. Cindy had her eyes opened and found out mm -hmm. what really happened. Because we'll never know mm -hmm. what happened. We will never know what no, happened. No, unfortunately, no. And I think Cindy has now gone into protection mode. But is she protecting yeah. Casey or is she protecting George? That's what I think. So that's why she backpedaled. Yeah. But is, is it right. right? Absolutely not. But that's what right. I think happened. So to call the police and then say it smelled like a dead body, knowing that the child is missing, they've reported this, 
Mm-hmm. And then just so the police would respond, to mm-hmm. me, that's just like, wow, really? Mm-hmm. And you didn't think this was ever going to come up? <laughs> right. Well, and if I'm not mistaken, I, because she called the 911 three times that day. She called she, about the car did. first. Then right. she called about, oh, this, the next call after that was, oh, yeah, and my right. granddaughter's missing. Because I don't. And I'm just going on a limb here, folks. No, you're not. I think it's because she didn't get that response the first time. Mm-hmm. So she upped the ante. She mm-hmm. upped the ante, and that's why she did that. And that's mm-hmm. wrong. That is just totally wrong. Do not call the police and get false information. No. Uh-uh. I no mean, way. that's horrible for people to do that. That's against I the mean, law, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, and she admitted it. I mean, she admitted it. I'm not accusing her. She admitted no, it. Yeah. So. No, but okay, so let yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's why yeah, uh, and she I know. and she and so and then also while she's on the stand, she says she's doing the searches because she was looking mm-hmm. because a family dog had been eating bamboo leaves out in the yard, and she knew that bamboo had chlorophyll, Feel. yeah, chlorophyll. Mm-hmm. I'm getting them backwards. You're all that right. had chlorophyll in them, and she was seeing if it was dangerous for dogs and chlorophyll led into the search of chloroform because she might be like me and she she understands the difference between the two words but then still mixes the two words up so um right so so that's how she's explaining it they're saying prosecution's like but you were at work when these timestamps were made she's like no i did it i searched it so again who's she protecting casey or george i mean yeah i don't know Ooh. I don't know. So now, so That's, now the defense is just pew yeah. pew playing that prices right game where you would punch through the thing yep. and they would pull out an envelope if you won money or the car, you know. That's right. <laughs> yes. That's what yeah, the defense yeah. is doing right now. It's and and if you're, you know, you're like really, oh my gosh, that was a little too easy to bust through those two things, you know. Right. Right. So okay. So the the defense also is able to like I said, again, kind of cancel out mm-hmm. what they are saying with forensics. So let's go to number one, the carpet. Yes. So as we said, there was testing done on the carpet that determined that there was a body in the trunk. Okay. They got the guy who did the testing yep. and he admitted that he had never done this testing before. The expert forensics dude is a newbie. Right. Yes. And this is a new test. And pretty much mm-hmm. it was shown that they were testing air in a can. <laughs> That's pretty much what they were doing is they were testing the air around yep. that. Yeah. They were doing an aerosol. It's a whole technique. I know I'm kind of like bringing yeah, it down, I mean, but it's pretty much testing air in a can. Let me just bring it down yes. that simply they were testing air in a can. Yep. So. No, that's what it was. Uh, yeah. And it and it was not used. I mean, this is technique that's not used. Right. So they were able to debunk that. Uh-huh. Um, the high levels of chloroform that were found in the trunk. Yep. Well, it's everywhere. It's in cleaning compounds. Yep. Chloroform is found in a lot of things. Yep. And if you so get it, enough cleaning products together in garbage... And it leaks out. Mm. There you go. There's your chloroform. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So, and the duct tape that was used. Yes. All right. Let's get into that really quick. And then we're going to get into Erica's favorite person, Roy. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) so the duct tape was used, uh, they say, to suffocate Kaylee. Now, Werner Spitz got up and said that it was impossible that where the duct tape was on the face because there was no DNA. Correct. Yes. And 
And let's, and you know, if you don't want to hear, we're going to have to get a little graphic here for a couple of minutes. So fast forward if you need yeah. to. So yes. when Kaylee's body was found, it was skeletal. Mm-hmm. So if, if a piece of duct tape was placed on her nose and mouth, there cannot be decomposition and, and there be no DNA on the side of the duct tape that was pressed against her. Correct. And and somebody would have had to, unless they were wearing gloves, when they pressed the duct tape on her, there should be DNA embedded in that piece of duct tape. So that's where Werner Smith, or excuse me, Spitz says, so we don't know where this piece of duct tape was, where it was placed. You don't know because it's skeletal remains. You can't say it was definitely over, you know. And so the prosecution's response to that was, well, it's Florida, and it's hot, and the body could have been underwater and just washed all that away. Okay, so you want to say that, but then you want to say the duct tape never moved off of her nose and, and mouth. I, I, right. I don't buy that. I mean, just, I have right. degrees in science, and, and know that, that duct tape, because put a piece of duct tape on something, like on the bottom of a bowl, and put that bowl in water. What happens? The, it loses its stickiness and it's going to float off. So you you don't right. know where that piece of duct tape was. That piece of duct tape could have been on the garbage bag for all we know. And it just, you know, it was found that way. I don't know. All right. Nobody so it's knows. impossible to know yeah. where it was. If it was on the eyes, yeah. if it had slipped down, like you said, mm-hmm. to the nose and mouth area. Mm-hmm. We don't know. So that takes the so, prosecution's case away there sure. about the duct tape was used right. to suffocate her. Right. That's yeah. what we're trying to bring. And then, then there's no DNA. Not even Kaylee's DNA is on this, folks. Exactly. There's so you zero. So here yeah. again, you can't use it as, I mean, the defense is just punching holes because, okay, fine. If you think it was used, there should be a piece of DNA of Kaylee on it. And there was not. And they're going, well, yeah, because uh, the, the water washed it off. Okay, even if the water washed it off, you still can't say it was used on her because there's nothing that ties it to her. You have to prove it was, and they couldn't. Right. That's right. They couldn't. Mm. I so know. You're, 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 well, I'm I know. The devil's this case. <laughs> well, okay, so Roy, Roy Crunk, Erica's oh. uh, favorite person, is, he's the one who found the body. Yes. And he lifted the skull, and I talked this about this last time. He mm-hmm. lifted the skull with a stick mm-hmm. so he could look at it. Mm-hmm. And because he did that, it deems the crime scene contaminated. Yep. Yeah, and, and who... Oh, for goodness, here we go again. I know we have all, at some point in our life, elementary, middle school, have seen a skeleton. Whether it be a real skeleton or a fake skeleton. So I can't imagine, because Roy's defense of himself in doing that was, well, I wanted to be sure of what it was. Are you serious? A human skull looks very different than an animal skull. And if I thought for a second, oh my gosh, that's human. I am out of there calling the cops. I'm not touching it. Yep. Everybody, right. we've all seen CSI and all these other shows. You don't, don't touch it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Stop we it. Found, I found a duffel bag at the end of my driveway. Yeah. Like a couple of years ago. I called oh, the yeah. police. I was like, I'm not touching that. Exactly. And then my neighbor, but then my neighbor's like, yeah, I already went through it. I'm like, why would you do that? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> don't you watch ID channel? Oh my exactly. goodness. You know? Yeah. 
But I know the officer was like, "What in the yeah?" <laughs> well, exactly. And and two, here's my other issues with Roy. Um, first of all, he looks like he's you know something's up with him. He does not look trustworthy. That's all I'll say. Um, and then also, who? What male? And please email us to prove me wrong. What male goes 45 feet off of the road to go pee? Because we've all been down the interstate and some some guy is off to the side peeing. I mean, it's just fine. Whatever. Do your thing. But it was so odd that he goes really in the middle of a wooded area to go pee. He's in a residential area. There is a store to go to, Roy. You can go into a store and use the bathroom, Roy. I mean, it just, uh-uh. He just sends off all these little red flags when I look at him. That's why I'm like, he should have been investigated way more. And maybe he knew he's it would a, contaminate the scene. I don't know. I think he's a shy peer. That's what it was. He's just shy. <laughs> Performance. Roy okay. is shy. You Roy's know? A sh- Roy the shy peer cronk. And, yes. Yes. And then... <laughs> What, yeah, and we'll talk about the end, and Roy tries, yeah. tries a little bit more um, at the end. But anyway, yeah, so I'm not a fan, not a fan of Roy. I think there's a lot of questions to him, and, you know, I, I just don't think he stumbled upon it. I don't, you know, I don't, but, you know, that's okay. We'll never know. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, friends got up and said about Casey's behavior that, um, she was a good mother. She yep. was not neglectful. Mm-mm. She did not abuse Kaylee. Kaylee did her ABCs and one, two, threes and seemed like a happy child. Yeah. Well, and, and again, you know. Casey was in a better situation than a lot of other single parents who don't have mm-hmm. family support. Because, um, you know, yes, Casey Anthony was a single mom, but she also had her mom and dad there to help with Kaylee. They had a roof over their head. They had a car to drive. Casey maybe worked somewhere I don't know but you know mm-hmm. she she did not have it she was not as desperate as other single parents out there that that really do struggle to take care of their children yeah she you had know. a network she had her parents yeah. she was living with them they loved their granddaughter absolutely so she had that network that you know a lot of single mothers don't have unfortunately right and so fathers, why single fathers want, too. Yes. Uh, correct. Yes, correct. So why wouldn't she want to be a mom if you're getting all of this support and help from your parents? Right. Yeah, and, and that's, the, I mean, that, yeah. that's That's a good where, question. Yeah, and that that's where I think the prosecution, because, you know, after the friends get up and, like, say, yeah, she was fun. They didn't have any friends that were like, oh, she's terrible, you know. But so then it comes to the closing arguments, and mm-hmm. the prosecution wants to paint a picture of the big question was well whose life is better with Kaylee not around and it showed a picture of Casey Anthony in that infamous blue dress you know dancing with another girl trying to say oh well Casey's life's better okay I think the prosecution missed the point there why would Casey wait two and a half years to murder her child if she thought her life would be better without a baby or without a without a daughter that that i think the prosecution i get what they were trying to do but i think mm-hmm. it's because the prosecution had just been gut punched by the defense so much they were trying to hit on an emotional level and be like you have to convict her because this little girl's gone now because casey wanted to go out and party 
No, it sounded like Casey got to kind of do whatever she wanted to do anyway this whole time because mom and dad were home to help her out. So, to me, prosecution failed on that part because they never brought up, you have to believe the science. Science doesn't lie. This, these things are correct. But, you know, again, I just like to look at it from a different way. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Mm -hmm. I mean, I kind of, you know, looking at it, too, that, you know, when people have a baby there, there are some people, and I just want to say that, oh, there yeah. are some people that are very excited to have this child, and they have this baby, and it's so cute, and look at it, and it's so cuddly and wonderful, but yeah. as a child develops, and they begin to grow, and they're more mobile, and they're talking, and there's a lot mm. more to it now. It, the responsibility is different. When That's it's true. an infant, it's just kind of laying there. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, you know, and there, and you, and it's just like, oh, right. look at the baby, everything. But then all of a sudden, it's like they're, they're toddling and they're into everything. And it's like, oh my goodness. And they won't go to bed at night. And I just can't, you know, mm -hmm. I don't, right. you know, that could be a case of it too, that, you know, Kelly was getting older now. It, the responsibility was getting more uh, in depth mm -hmm. and she wasn't able to just do the basics anymore. Now you're going to have to put some effort into it. And, right. You no, know, so, right. I mean, it could be that too. There are, and I hate to say that, but you know, you do see that sometimes where yeah. they have the baby and it's wonderful and great. And then as the baby gets older, it, it becomes a challenge and it's more difficult, you know, yep. being a parent. I mean, I, I give props to people who are parents. I oh, really absolutely. Do. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Give people props for it. So, yeah. 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 So the defense shows the picture of Kaylee opening the slider door to, um, Cindy and George's house, mm -hmm. that slider door goes out to a swimming pool. So yes. that's their way of saying, hey, this little girl could reach up to open that slider door. Mm -hmm. There was no child locks on it, nothing. Okay. Right. So there could have been an accidental drowning. Sure. That then got out of control. Right. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think that was, you know, to... It was interesting because in the opening arguments, they talk about this abusive past Casey had, but they never brought it up again. They they kind of stuck, no, they they stuck with the, what happened was Kaylee got into the pool with no supervision and she could not swim. And that's what happened. And that's what right. they ended yeah. with as well after everything. Mm -hmm. That was, that was like, no, look, she could have done it. Here's a picture of her yeah. doing it. So it is plausible. Oh, definitely. I mean, when children are two and a half years old and they're, they're quick, yeah. they're moving quick, you oh, know, yeah. and, and if she's got it in her mind, I'm going to go to the swimming pool, right. you know, she doesn't know I could get in there and drown. Right. Children don't know that at two and a half. So right. she may, it's very possible that she just, Hey, I want to go swimming and I'm going. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that, yeah, that's where it was like, okay, prosecution, you were supposed to tell us how, where, when, and why. And they mm -hmm. didn't. They just really couldn't connect they couldn't. it. They couldn't. It and was all emotional couldn't. and circumstantial. And, well, yeah, mm -hmm. it could be this, but it also could be this because it would, the test results would be the same. And it was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So the jury deliberates for 11 hours. 11. Yep. They find her not guilty on all charges. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, relating to Kaylee. Right. Right, she's correct. convicted of yes. four counts of lying, four counts mm -hmm. of lying to police, and I can't believe it was only four counts, but whatever. And right, right. So she was sentenced to that. Um, she was sentenced a year for each count, 
But mm -hmm. by the time all of this was over, she had already been in jail for three years. So right. she, and because of good behavior, she only had to serve 10 more days and she was released back to the public with a not guilty verdict. So mm -hmm. double jeopardy, she can never be tried for right. this again. Um, right. And that's where, you know, it, for me, you know, if you're a prosecutor and I know they believe it and, and they did their best. But, you know, you're almost like things like this, you've got, you've got to have an airtight case that you just cannot you bust holes in if you're going to get a conviction. And it was just like, Lord. Right. So well, then pandemonium, and, you know. Right. And juror arrests. Um, yes. He got death threats. Uh, that was I mean, sad. like, people, yeah, yeah, it was really sad that he got death threats and people were really just being awful to the jury. And he said... You know, the, the prosecution did not prove their case. Mm -hmm. They couldn't connect Casey yeah. to Kaylee's death. They couldn't. I mean, the chloroform thing, there was a search on the chloroform, but it's like, you, it's not like they found a bottle of chloroform. Right. Or, no, that, right. you know, they just, there was no direct line from A to B. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's why the jury ended up finding her not guilty for Kaylee's death. Yep. Yeah. And, and two, and, you know, I want to go back to when they read yeah. the verdict that Cindy, and Cindy said, we were told when the verdict had been reached. George and Cindy mm -hmm. were told, as soon as the verdict is read, you need to get up and leave the courtroom. That after it's, after it's read, you need to go and get ahead of everybody because, for your safety. Well, the media mm -hmm. spun it to... Her parents cannot believe the verdict. They had to get up and leave the courtroom because they were so shocked. No, they were told to leave after <laughs> after the verdict. Right. But I mean, but I remember hearing that on the news and then seeing this documentary and there and Cindy's like, "Oh yeah, we were told to get up and leave." You know, it's like, "Oh, for Pete's sake." So it, here right. here's the media because they got to keep viewers tuning in, just stirring that stirring that pot you know and 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 i felt bad for that one juror because he seemed real you know just kind of middle of the road guy and he was he yeah. got all those death threats it's like come on people he <laughs> you can't right, right and he but like he said yeah. the prosecution did not did not have a case to where mm -hmm. the, they proved beyond a reasonable mm -hmm. doubt because that's what they have to do they have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that casey was the one that did this did this and had a hand in all this they couldn't they, they right. could convict her of lying because absolutely she did that well what and, i found interesting was one of the friends i think found this shocking as i mean i think they were kind of in disbelief a few of the friends and one of them and i did not know this okay the street name for xanax folks is zanny oh yeah i did not know that right I didn't. So I did not when either. She I'm says, not laughing because I knew. <laughs> I, I I didn't know, and yeah. so one of the friends said, "You know, I just when when she would say Zanny, I that's that's Xanax." Yeah. And I was like, "Well, I had no idea that's what that meant." You know. Yeah. So there again, you know, Zanny the nanny is she referring to an actual person or is she talking about Xanax? I don't know. That but right. I, I that kind of shocked me too. That I don't know if that ever came up in actual court or that was just the friend saying that on the side i i think it was when they first heard say that the nanny was zanny or mm -hmm. you know and they were like oh well if you're familiar with that drug i think that was just a coincidence on his part honestly because i don't 
I don't think yeah. anybody that said, oh, you have a nanny named Zanny. Well, she must be giving her Xanax. And it's like, right. Or not? that you're actually right. saying that the nanny is not yeah. really a person, but it's a drug that you're giving your child. Right. So my child is with Xanax instead, you know, right. Zanny. Yes. Yeah. It's like, okay. Right. And, and, you know, and she, she deserves a fair trial, just like these serial killers that we've talked about. Casey sure. deserved a fair trial that she got. I mean, there were no, you know, uh, hints of malpractice on either side of, of where they were presenting their case. I do have right. where the, and I apologize, I didn't write her name down, but the lady that they thought was Zanny, the nanny, her yes. and the search committee and mm -hmm. Roy Crunk all filed defamation lawsuits against Casey, Casey Anthony. Um, and And I was like, okay, now Roy, you brought yourself into this mess. Whether you think they, you know, uh, didn't talk well about you, that, you, sorry, you're the one that found it, that put you free game. And then the, the Zanny, um, you know, it just so happened that that was her name. And I think she, you know, because they were saying that that Casey just picked a name out of a phone book, I think. And it was the lady's mm -hmm. name. And she was like, oh, you, you do, you know, you didn't say nice things about me. So I'm going to sue you now. And I'm like, eh, I don't, you know, it's not like Casey provided them with a address that she really lived at because it was an empty apartment and B pictures of this lady. Now, had she done that? Absolutely. But she didn't. It was mm -hmm. just a name. Somebody could give my name wherever. And I can't be like, oh, you, you know, you said horrible. You slandered me. I'm going to see you. It's like, no, sorry. And the search committee, I didn't understand why they sued Casey. She wasn't the one that found the body. Well, I think it's because they believe that she killed she her knew. daughter. And here they were out looking for her when she knew all along, all along where the child was. There again, I don't know. I mean, that's, but, but they I think were that's kind of there. Yeah. And they, and they were all dismissed because Casey filed for bankruptcy. Correct. Yep. And nobody, as far as I, what I understood, nobody got money from right, her right. for it. So Not that I'm aware of. Yes. I was just like, yeah. okay, you know, this is a bad enough trial and, and thing that happened. Are we really going to get people coming at Casey Anthony who had been on trial for forged checks before? I mean, you know, she, yeah. you're not getting any money guys. Um, so, uh, you yeah. know, this case didn't stop after oh, the trial. Of course it not. didn't. And it continued to play. And there was accusations about Casey's behavior toward Jose Baez, mm -hmm. that she was doing sexual favors, and that was the way that she was paying for her defense. Yeah. Um, of course, this was never found to be true. They denied, no. him and her both denied that ever happened. It was another person trying to say all this garbage because they're trying to get in on their 15 minutes of fame and get some money. That, that's right. how I felt about because that private investigator that said all of this stuff actually worked for the defense. So mm -hmm. I think he was just trying to get in on some more money for me. Yeah, I, I just kind of was like, uh, of course. Right, because um, wouldn't you want to bring this out now or sell it to right. the National Enquirer before trial and say, hey, y'all need to look at this saucy stuff, you know. But, they, right. but well, he didn't. I don't know tell the judge hey this is going on that yeah. you know I, yeah <laughs> right and, and, the, and the private investigator also said oh yeah well Casey told Jose that she killed Kaylee oh really then mm -hmm. why didn't she just go ahead and say where the body was and then let them find the body 
but they right. didn't. It was Roy Crunk that found him. So right, timing so was suspicious. This, right. So in this documentary, it kind of wraps up with Cindy and George, mm-hmm. and they are asking them, you know, do you talk to your daughter, and what do you believe happened to Kaylee? Yep. So Cindy believes the defense mm-hmm. okay that the defense's theory kaylee drowned and casey panicked and that's what happened yep. and she still talks to casey mm-hmm. yeah every so often she said not routinely right. but there's still right. communication yes there's yeah there's okay so george is like total opposite right yeah george said that you know that he doesn't believe that Kay- Kaylee drowned in the pool. Mm-hmm. He believes that Casey uh, would have called 911 if that really happened. Mm-hmm. And he said that he noticed a couple of weeks before all this was going on that Kaylee was sleeping anywhere from 12 to 13 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And that she had like blackness or dark circles under her eyes. Kaylee did. Mm-hmm. So he thinks that Casey was giving her something like Xanax, which we talked about the street name is Zany yeah. and that Casey gave her something and she didn't wake up mm-hmm. yep. and he thinks that's what happened to his granddaughter. And, uh, no, he said that he is done with Casey. He does not talk to her, does not have a relationship, does not want to have a relationship with right. her. Yep. Which goes back to my theory of, you know, if you did something and somebody else knows it, why would you want to be around that other person and the, and the chance of the truth coming out and implementing you, you know, come out? I mean, again, please know I'm playing devil's advocate here, <laughs> but, right. but you know, I mean, just like, uh, oh gosh, I think I've mentioned it before that balloon boy and come to find out the dad put him up to it. You know, they thought he was in this hot air balloon and he's like, I did good, didn't I daddy? You know, and it was like, oh gosh. So, you know, if Casey's out of sight, out of mind, and George is like, nope, I'm not talking to her again, then you don't have to worry, you know, about the truth coming out. But I still, I think, like what I honestly believe, I think an accident happened, whether it was she drowned, Casey did give her Xanax, and it, because that's a suppressant, a depressant, you know, it slows everything down. And that it could have been an accidental killing and George tried to help her cover it up. And it just all, it was just, it all went to, you know, hell in a handbasket. And I think it was an accident probably. But there's so many lies. Who knows? And it's already gone to trial and she wasn't, you know, she's found not guilty. So we'll never know now unless she wants to tell people. And why would you? Right. Um, And... People have tried to track her down. I mean, she's lived with one of her attorneys at one time. Mm-hmm. Then she lived, like, in a compound area. But as soon as the yeah. news media finds her, yeah. she's gone. And I and I understand that because, I mean, folks, I mean, there are people that are would come after her. Sure. Um, still. So, yeah, and I'm sure they still do if mm-hmm. they knew where she was. So mm-hmm. she has left the spotlight, so to speak. We don't know anything about her. It's It's been pretty quiet. Yeah. So, but it is now a felony to neglect to report a child missing. Yes. And you get up to two decades in prison. So that's one thing that I guess if you're looking for that, that bright positive. spot in all mm-hmm. this. Right. The positive is that now it, it's a crime to do that, to neglect to report a child missing. And that, and I'm so glad that that law is out there. I am so sad yes. that it took until 2000, what, 11 or 12. Correct. So we're not talking mm-hmm. that long that, no. You would have think laws like that would have come out way before now, like in the 80s, you know, when, mm-hmm. when they were 
tragically putting kids on milk cartons, you know, that there would be laws against that to protect children because children and animals, ones that just can't stand up for themselves are who we should be protecting. And it takes a horrible trial like this to get lawmakers to do something that that's what blew my mind as well i was just like are you serious protect kids why does it have to be such an ordeal protect kids period Mm -hmm. right you know yeah but but yeah so what'd you think erin i thought see i never knew anything about this case until i watched this and it's just it's it's sad but i i lean toward i think she had a hand in this. Sure. As oh, yeah. far as how much of a hand in it, I'm right. not for sure. But I definitely, just some of her behaviors and stuff like that, I mean, I question a lot of things. Yep. I really do. I don't think she's totally innocent. I don't, I mm-hmm. mean. No. But. I don't either. I, I mean, she, yeah. there's, there's a level of guilt, but how much, I don't know. I think yeah. there are more than one player in this, and nobody's talking. So. Yeah. I don't yeah, think we'll ever so we'll know. Never know. Yep. So that wraps it up for Casey Anthony. Whoo. Whew. We yeah. could have gone on longer too. <laughs> yeah, I know. So thanks for hanging in there you, with us. I thought you're going to have to get the hose a couple of times yeah, I know. and pull get, us off. You get know? the squirt <laughs> bottle down, girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yes. Okay. So next week Ooh. should be an interesting one because there's actually a resurgence of these two killers from TikTok of all places. And yes, we're older people, but we've heard of TikTok. I've seen it. Yes. I've not posted on it and won't. But anyway, it's the Menendez brothers, Lyle and Eric, and the killing Mm -hmm. of their two parents. And this happened... Honestly, everything feels like just a couple of years ago, but it's been a long time. In the 90s. In the 90s. The great 90s. And so we're going to be talking about them and and even what they're up to now. And what what are the Menendez brothers doing now in prison? So so that's who we're going to be talking about. So again, if you all have a suggestion on a topic, a case you'd like for us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. Again, email southernonion, the number two, at gmail.com. Or follow us, and you can send us a comment or DM on Instagram at southernonionpodcast. So, good job, Erin. Yes, you too. Well done. All right. So, everybody, stay safe, take care, keep peeling back those layers of crime, and we will talk to you next week. Bye, Erin. Bye, Erica. (laughs) Bye, Bye, everybody. Thank you.